This is GoPowerCat.com publisher Tim Fitzgerald with great news to share with our valued 24-7 sports VIP members. As a way of saying thank you, a subscription to a CBS all-access commercial-free plan is now included with your 24-7 sports VIP membership at no additional cost. Watch all of your favorite shows on demand along with exclusive access to GoPowerCat's award-winning and one-of-a-kind coverage of Kansas State sports. Stream more than 10,000 episodes all access originals and live TV, including NFL on CBS games. Enjoy the CBS all access commercial free plan, a $99 and 99 cent annual value for the lifetime of your 24 seven sports VIP membership. It's an incredible added value for our subscribers and it's time you probably take advantage of this deal and become a go Powercat member. And remember to subscribe to the PowerCat Podcast at your favorite podcast provider, including Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Spotify. Now, here is your PowerCat Podcast. The following is a GoPowerCat.com and Spirit Street production. You've discovered your link to GoPowerCat.com's PowerCat Overtime Podcast, presented by Fridge Wholesale Liquor, and it starts right now. Now, let's go to the WTC Gig Powered Studios. Here's your host, GoPowerCat.com publisher, Tim Fitzgerald. Welcome to the Overtime. Yeah! Yeah! Double overtime. We've done this already this week. And then some dumbass deleted the file. Me! Not my best moment. So every time we do a podcast, I take the card out and I immediately put it in my machine and put it into the proper folder so it's there for me to work on when I need to work on it. Da 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 da. Well, we taped on Tuesday. Tuesday turned out to be rather chaotic because I had an emergency dental appointment. I forgot to put it on the the card in the machine and put it in the overtime file, and then it got deleted because I'm a dumbass. But we already knew that. I'm Tim Fitzgerald, your host and dumbass. That's Riley Gates. That's Zach Carlson. They're responsible adults who had to come into work early today because their boss is... A dumbass. I, I just wanted you to say it. They were supposed to say that, and then they didn't catch it. Maybe it's more fun when you say it. Has <laughs> bad helmet takes. Maybe. <laughs> They're scared of me because I'm furred. I'm a tyrant. I don't know where that came from. Also, it was a late night last night, and so I'm waiting for this, this caffeine here to kick in. Yeah, it was a late night for all of us. I, I finished up the uh, pregame podcast after the basketball game was well over. And went home and slept. and But we have a special guest today in the office. Marcus? No, this no. one's more intelligent than Marcus. This one, this one can sit and shake. Dude. <laughs> I do love how you tried to disguise who you were bringing in. I have a special guest when you texted us. And I'm like, we know it's not your wife. She's working. It's not like you're bringing in Toby or something, and you would have said Toby. Oh, I wonder who Fitz is bringing in. Probably one of his dogs. Yeah, it's not Daphne. She's a nut job, and Darla's a bitch. <laughs> no, literally, she is. She's a female <laughs> dog. And uh, and dude's just happy to be anywhere he is. Oh, I'm dude. Oh, yeah. 
And you've already, but you guys have already seen that. Could he play Goofy in a real life Goofy oh, movie? That'd be so perfect for him. <laughs> that'd be he's he's something else, dude. The seventy pound standard poodle is not in the studio with us. He's actually across the hall in my office, probably eating my computer, <laughs> destroying everything. Yeah. I shut the I shut the door to to our office that way the uh, the cat's apparel in there didn't get taken for a ride. He's closed up in my office, currently chewing on the couch and defecating on my table so it's good it's all good dude the pood is in the house this is the overtime we're sponsored by the fridge wholesale liquor it is not like a pet smart or what's the other pet store petco petco you can't take your doggo into the fridge i don't think unless he's over three years old because then he's 21 all i'm saying is that (laughs) wow in a Petco and a PetSmart, I think you should only be able to take your dog in if you're, like, taking it there for an appointment, like a grooming appointment or something. That's stupid to go shopping with your dog. Look, so hey, the other day I went, toys. I went in to pick what, up a dog. Oh, do you like this one? Oh, they still can't talk. Yes, they can. Uh, I went in uh, the other day to pick up dog food at the local PetSmart, or is it PetSmart? Nobody knows. Is oh my it PetSmart or PetSmart? I don't know. Oh my god! I've actually <laughs> aren't, aren't the colors different? Yeah, in the, the words? colors are different. Which what? How's it divided then? I think it's pet smart. Let's look. Uh, uh, it's pet is on red. Okay, smart yeah. is in blue. But it still could be pet smart. I mean, probably not. This should I mean, make the <laughs> S purple. <laughs> Just to screw with people. And this couple had a really cute little, it was a puppy. I don't know what it was, but it was going to be a big dog and it was goofy. And I said hi to him and I had a conversation with the dog. If I saw the parents again, I would never recognize them. I didn't look at the parents for two seconds. The dog and I, though, had a bond. You would remember the dog. I'd remember the dog. If the dog was a runaway, I'd go, hey, it's Goober from PetSmart. I don't know his name. But we're going to call him Goober. But anyhow, he was cute. It's not a D name. No. All of our dogs have D names for reasons I can't explain. D is in dog. D is in dog. They were F names, and then we adopted a dog named uh, Dino, and we liked the name Dino, so we kept the name Dino, and then we had Dexter and Daisy and Dennison, Dodge. Now we have Dude, Daphne. Darla. We're running out of D names. Dumbass is going to be the next one. I mean. That's my name around the house. <laughs> Dingus. Dork. <laughs> Doofus. These are my dogs. Dingus, you say dork, names are running out. I say you have an entire un- untapped market right here. Oh, uh, but get into the fridge. Take your dog. What the hell? What the hell? What are they going to do? Turn away your business? Do not tell them gopowercat.com told you to bring your dog. <laughs> I like the sponsor. Yes, I do too. Um, we don't have a segment sponsor because this is one giant segment of stupidity. We would ask nobody to be accountable for this. This segment, though, is brought to you by Dude. Oh, I'm Dude. <laughs> Here's your questions from Wildbass Station. From Texas Cat 93 what color palette is uglier, the primary colors of KU or burnt orange and white for the Texas shorthorns, as he would like to call them? Hate to break it to you. Texas Cat 93. Are we sure that it's a, a him? That, that's I don't a very know. gender neutral name. I don't know. He was talking about, they were talking about driving in Dallas traffic, listening to the podcast. I don't know. It just, it, 
If, if it's a female, you put off a guy vibe. Not that there's anything wrong with that. Burnt orange is a nice color. It's a nice color. It looks good on Texas. And if red and blue wasn't KU's colors, you would like those too. Do you like America? Do you like the American flag? Like the time I wore my... Uh, American flag doesn't have a yellow beak. <laughs> or buckles. <laughs> yes, that would change it a lot. Look at that American flag. Slap Let's add shoes. a yellow beak and buckles. It'll look fabulous. Slap some shoes on the American flag. <laughs> oh, that sucks. Yeah, I was wearing my uh, red, white, and blue tie-dye shirt one day, and someone said, why are you wearing KU colors? Okay, I lied. It wasn't one day. It was the 4th of July. How about the day that Kellis Rubinette got accused of being a KU homer for wearing a blue polo to a K-State game? <laughs> what? That's, that's KU a gr- Kellis. That's a great thing about having blue as a color. Nobody, If you just wear a blue shirt into the press box, nobody's going to think you're a homer. If you wear a red and blue one, maybe. If you has that dirty bird on it, yeah. But if you wear a purple shirt, people are like, well, you're wearing team colors in the press box. So anyhow, uh, I think all those colors are fine. I'm just uh, triggered by the the Wichita wind surge. What a lame. If you missed it, they have announced the AAA team's name in Wichita. The wind surge. I'll give it to them for Every, being creative. Everything is great about their logo and their colors. The name is questionable. It's creative. It's different. I'll give it to them, but it sucks. Not creative. It. No, I mean it's not the Wildcats or the well, Tigers. I know, but there were so many good ideas out there. I like the linemen. Bob Lutz was pushing for the Flyboys. Um, Ooh, that would have been a good one. Even my uh, wife this morning goes, "Why did they just name them the Prairie Dogs?" I'm like, "That's better." I was coming up with a list of names uh, that were better, like the the Wobbly Butts. That's better. Uh, the beige. That's better. Mm. You could pretty much come up with anything that's better than the wind surge, which, by the way, is a weather phenomena at the coast. It's like when you have a tidal surge and the wind aids it, you have a wind surge at the coast. So name a team in Wichita that. It is also in the Urban Dictionary, apparently. Yeah, I was about to say. It's... Related to that big wind surge you have before you poop. <laughs> I'm so mature. <sighs> Moving on. Good job, Wichita. Mm-hmm. You 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 screwed up something that almost couldn't be screwed up. From KSU number one, if you could bring K State mask back for one video, what game and what direction would you provide? Well. He can't top ever the the West Virginia video. That's the thing. I think he probably wants him to redo West Virginia. It It is. If you're a person who's never seen the K-State mask West Virginia video, I encourage you to go to YouTube and watch it. It is an incredible production. It is actually amazing. There's a place out east with a first name West. They claim that they're great, but they're just like the rest. West Virginia, why don't you understand? You're playing the K-State Wildcats. We're the best team in the land. Well, you can't top ever the, the West Virginia video. That's the thing. I think he probably wants him to redo West Virginia. It It is. If you're a person who's never seen the K-State mask West Virginia video, I encourage you 
to go to YouTube and watch it. Now Horace Brown, he's a mean old dude and climbs tough as nails. Hubert loves his cookies and tugly and pails. Bill's as wise as father time, locks fast as hell. If you think you're gonna beat us, get out of here. There's a place out here with a first name West. They claim that they're great, but they're just like the rest. West Virginia, why don't you understand? You're playing the K-State Wildcats with the best team in the land. It is an incredible production. It is actually amazing. 502 Media yep. did this thing. It was like a big old advertisement for how cool they are. And then they got a bunch of business and stopped doing the mask videos. Our coach has got a girl's name. We think that's kind of sweet. And Geno Smith, he throws a lot, but we know he can't be beat. Tavon Austin, he may be fast, but he ain't no Tremaine. Andrew Bowie, Brown will track you down. Laser set to maim. You're missing teeth and your breath smells bad. Mama married your brother and now he's your dad. West Virginia, why don't you understand? You're playing the K-State Wildcats with the best team in the land. Um, but it is unbelievable. When we goes Jessica Page stars in it. She was on American Idol. That was the first video I ever, or first time I ever thought about it, the fact that they're called West Virginia on the East Coast. There's a place out east with a first name West. They claim that they're great, but they're just like the rest. West Virginia, why don't you understand? You're playing the case song it's unbelievable it's it's truly remarkable but it it feeds into every stereotype west virginia could possibly had so so maybe they hate it a lot has to be iowa state has to be yeah i would agree with you it's got to be iowa state make fun of birds make fun of tornadoes you could do an x-rated one and make fun of baylor baylor's not on the schedule remaining no oh, i know but also, probably couldn't do that because it probably, you know, is a little touchy. They, they were. <laughs> that was the problem. Damn. I wouldn't bring him back. No, I, he had his moment. He's moved on to other things. He's moved out of the area. He got in trouble for K-State because he was the K-State mask. I thought that was a little ridiculous. That seems to me like K-State just flexing its muscles in a place it doesn't need to. That was a John Curry era, wasn't it? Yeah. It was, yeah. That was so John Curry. So, yeah. That was John Curry to the nth degree right there. Oh, you're using the word K-State in your funny satire videos? That you everybody loves. That. Well, I agree with it. I think it's fine. They don't want to be associated with that. I don't want to be associated with it. <laughs> But it, it, telling him he couldn't put K-State on there didn't disassociate K-State. It's a trademark. It's like everybody knew who he was talking about. He could still say K-State in the video. Yeah, but he's calling himself K-State. You should have put the disclaimer in there's there. Not a, yeah, exactly. I'm not affiliated with the university in any way. That would have taken care of it. Big facts. Plus, get him a bigger shirt. 
<laughs> From King Jim 77, build your ideal Big 12 conference. Are we going on region or are we going on on what you want? Because when we so when we did this the first time, I went on region. We spent a lot of time on this the first time. We, we can do this a lot shorter because now we know what we're going to say. You just pick your conference, Riley. You pick the Big 12 conference that makes you happy. This is an open-ended question. You can just do whatever you want with it. And plus the guy's name. King Jim. I think we could have a lot of fun rivalries if we stayed local or in the region-ish. So I'm going to go K-State, KU, Colorado, Missouri, Nebraska. I'm going to dip up north. No, that doesn't sound right. (laughs) I'm going to go up north, and I'm going to snag South Dakota State and North Dakota State, and I'm going to bring them in. Um I didn't put them in the first time, but you know what I'm going to do here is I'm going to I'm going to grab Iowa State and Iowa. I've changed my mind, so I'm going to grab Iowa State and Iowa. That's going to put me at nine, and then for the fun of it, Missouri State. God no. Well, you got South Dakota State, and North Dakota State. For the fun of it, Montana's. I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to grab I'm going to grab Minnesota, and we'll we'll have to make a trip. <laughs> It'd be a little bit of a distance, but it'd be fun to go up to Minnesota. And I, I wanted don't play to play in a dome anymore. I wanted to do Wisconsin. I yeah, I don't. I'm never outside for games, Zach. So I don't care. I, I don't know what he's talking about. Be fun to go to Minnesota. When in late football season or basketball season? We're not going up there for the summer festival. I wanted to go to Wis- I wanted to get Wisconsin, but you know, too many bad memories. You barely get to Ames in the winter. <laughs> Minneapolis is north. Hey, Zach and I had a great weekend last time we got stuck in Ames. We've gotten stuck in Ames because of snow the last two trips. Oh wait, all right, basketball was fun. Minneapolis, they're so far north they speak Canadian. That's fair. So that's your league. Do you got a league? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, we'll go K State, KU, OU, OSU. Okay. Texas, Texas A&M, Iowa, Iowa State, then add Colorado, Nebraska back, and then Arizona and Arizona State. Okay, since we're just not really making this, uh, he kind of did, making this uh, tangible, feasible, I'm just going to go all out here. This is the Vacation League? This is the Vacation League. We're going to have K-State and KU in it. The reason I'm including KU is I feel sorry for them because they would be left out. Of all goodness. You need an easy win. And plus, you, you need a rival because Hawaii, San Diego State, UNLV, and <laughs> Arizona State won't be your rivals. Okay? So, God. What? It's a lot of travel. It's a lot. Of, well, yeah. What's Arizona in there, too? I'm not, just Arizona State. I, I'm going to work back. i okay. got to figure out who Pacific. else I got. I haven't really thought this out. Okay, so then we got Tulane. Um, and then we're going to have Central Florida and South Florida. Okay. So You're at nine. No, I'm not. I'm at. Oh, crap. I stopped at ten. Oh, yeah, you did. Uh, you, gotta, you, can't, you can't interrupt me. Well, it's seven plus KU and K-State. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. nine. I lost myself there. Uh, Charleston has to add football. So we get to go there. Um, and then I'm going to whip back around. And we're going to grab uh, uh, Northwestern because we get to go to Chicago. And then uh, what am I at? 
You're at 11. I'm at 11. So I get one more. Um, I could have Arizona, but they're kind of in the middle of nowhere. It's a great school, but, I mean, Tucson? Uh, vacation. Oh, what am I thinking? Nevada Reno. Sometimes you got to slum it at the slot machine. <laughs> Uh, to finish mine off, by the way, I'll toss in Arkansas and Illinois. There you go. That's a good league, actually. Minus your two North Dakota State. I mean, what are you thinking? I don't know. Are you sure you only picked 10? Yeah. I picked K-State, KU, Nebraska, Colorado, Missouri, Iowa, Iowa State, North Dakota State, South Dakota State, Minnesota. <clears throat> okay. I'm kicking out Northwestern and Colorado State. I want some weed. Dude. Ross slept on my couch a couple nights. I get to go sleep on his couch now. With 14 children. From Parker Gates. Oh, God. What do you think happens to banners that teams are forced to take down due to violations like Louisville, Michigan's Fab Five, etc.? They stick it up Joe Paterno's statue's butt. This question inspired me to go criticize K-State. Why is there a Big 12 championship banner? Oh, yeah. You're fired up about this. I got more fired up at the game last night. Zachar, how, how passionate are we about this? Like, not, it's until, stupid. until next year, not passionate. Now, like, you're if right. It's, if it's a, like, you're the defending champions, you can put a 2019 banner up by itself. If that's, if you're going to, you know, you put it up on the 13 and 19, the one banner that honors all of them. And if this one's separate, it's separate because you're the defending champions. If they leave it up separate next year and they still haven't added all of the, the back years back, yeah, it's weird. So but should, for now, it's fine. So you should, like, so if you win the national championship, you take down that one because you're no longer the defending national champions? No, I'm just trying to give an argument as to why there's one conference championship banner right now versus the other two. Is it weird? Yeah. But is is that a reasonable explanation yes i probably wouldn't have put up it as a banner i probably would have had like a streamer going horizontally and says defending big 12 champions i I guess if you want to go that route hey we're defending the the conference fine specify that what do they got 26 conference championships 27 conference championships 706 if you're going to use one you need to put them all up there it's stupid. And I, I, I will put well, money down right now that K-State does not remove that banner. That will stay up there. I'm just Ooh. glad it's not in script. It's to say cats also. Cats. Stan Parrish, go. I'm a Stan fan. I'm a Stan Let's fan. Let's get a banner for Stan Parrish. The man has, in his career... A one double A championship ring as a head coach, an NCAA football championship as an assistant coach, and a Super Bowl ring as an assistant coach. He's got the trifecta of rings, and he almost killed football at Kansas State. How that doesn't deserve a banner, I don't know. Man. You know what's crazy? James Gilbert has played at two schools where Stan Parrish was the coach. The Two colleges where Stan Parrish got fired because he can't be a head coach. How he won a national championship at Marshall is You see the common denominator as Stan Parrish. I see the common denominator as James Gilbert. Just saying. Oh, I see. Maybe maybe for Saturday I'm going to find the script font and I'm going to get a shirt just like you're wearing. You're wearing a script state one. It's the same font. Yeah, shout out Royal Chief Cat at KSULR54. Nice. Yeah. I'm going to get one that says Stan. For Saturday and wear it 
That'd be funny. Actually. It would be funny. <laughs> it would be very funny if you did it. <laughs> and then Stan Weber comes up to you. Oh, that's such a great shirt. <laughs> Thinks it's for him. John Kurtz took a picture of Bill Snyder Family Stadium right by the statue. He went like Snapchat or whatever, scribbled it out, wrote Stan Parrish Family Stadium. <laughs> okay, guys, this has gone too far. <laughs> I think that someone on our boards claimed that John Kurtz is part of the the Power Cat is going away. Oh, so, or there was some, there, somebody claimed something about John Kurtz and Stan Parrish or whatever. He is joking. <laughs> Let's it, be clear. It was a joke. <laughs> Let's be clear. John Kurtz is joking about this. <laughs> Moving on. I like Pickles Cat. It's a wedding section here, so we've got like three oh, wedding questions back God. to back. He wants to talk about weddings. How do you feel about cash bars at a wedding? Oh, here you go, guys. I think they're dumb. I think they're really stupid. I think they're uh, very budgetary sound. Sure. If you're looking to save money, though, you're not having an ex- extravagant wedding. You're not inviting what, hundreds of people. But what if it's not that? What if it's like a dowry? You, you're, you are trying to get means. some money off marrying your daughter off to someone else try to make a little money from it like cut a profit off your child's wedding that would be an open saloon and against the law how do you do that well, i don't know i mean like you have maybe jello shot girls at the wedding i don't uh, think you can profit off of the alcohol you sell do you have a liquor license i i don't i think it's either one or the other you're doing an open bar or the or the place that you are having it at is making the money you on got the your buddy and we'll just hypothetically call him toby that has smuggled in a bunch of weed from Colorado, and he's back there selling some gummies to people, like $5 a pop. Toby's not invited to my wedding. <laughs> uh, it, it, you're missing out. He sounds like fun. I just think, I just think if you are going to serve alcohol at your wedding, it should be an open bar. Well, And hypothetically speaking, you don't let your daughter pick actual bridesmaids. They're actually working on the side for you. I think you can make a pretty little profit off of a wedding here if you really work this. <laughs> I don't I don't know what to say. I'm just saying there's a there's an angle here that makes a cash bar sound a lot better than you're a cheap ass that wants to make your guests pay for drinks at the wedding. It kills the vibe of a wedding. Half the fun of weddings is that like everybody's just plastered. Well, I I'm, you go to different weddings than me, apparently. I'm all for Having a, something free, wine, beer, and maybe, you know, McCormick's vodka and whiskey and that kind of stuff. But if you're going you're gonna to roll out anything middle shelf or above, I say you got to pay for it. Although I did not appreciate the judgmental comments I got from my friend the next. Because, you know, if it's your wedding, you're not going to black out because, you know, right. you need to be standing the whole time. In theory. Until but, later on. <laughs> And then the next morning, I was like, oh, you guys were really drunk last night. And I was like, oh, yeah, uh, what do you expect? Yeah. Everything was free. Yeah, we can't believe someone married you. We were celebrating. <laughs> I had to sit in a monkey suit in the 95-degree July heat. So yummy. See, you owe it to me. The way I see it is either go f- open bar or don't serve alcohol at all. Yeah, that's fair. Like one or the other. Like don't. I can feel the vibe. 
this this is one of those situations where it sucks telling the story over again because it was a good story the first time for the guys to hear, but now that we had to retape the overtime because I'm a you're dumb, a dumbass. Dumbass. Uh, our wedding was dry. I still can't believe that. Of all time, I've heard the story. Of all people's weddings, our wedding was dry because in 1990, we were both working at the Salina Journal. Our entire circle of friends that we saw on a daily basis were also working at the Salina Journal and had to put out a Sunday morning paper. So they had to go to work early Saturday afternoon. So we had a Saturday 11 a.m. wedding and... So they get to work on Saturday afternoon? This is going to come off as a dig at you, and I'm not intending for it to. So, but, like, those were, like, your main friends? Like, you didn't have, like, closer friends elsewhere? Well, yeah, we did. But, I mean, what's the matter to them? If it's at 11 or 6, they're going to come to the wedding. But right. our, our our circle of people we spend all of our time with. And okay, that's when you work in a newsroom, you, you're really close with everyone. Yeah, I guess that's what I was trying. Is like, yeah, you're friends with the people you work with. I didn't know if they were, like... Your, your closest friends, if you had closer friends, and you, you know, prioritize the wedding for those friends, and then... But, I mean, you know, just like this, uh, you know, if if one of us got married, everyone in here would be invited, in theory. You think? Yeah, maybe not. Zach probably wouldn't invite us. <laughs> Zach probably... Exactly. Small wedding. Fritch is absolutely invited to the wedding. He can drive us. Exactly. <laughs> he, he, could drive, he could drive the party bus, the limo... You may not get there. You, know, you might get lost. You might go 80 and a 30. <laughs> but you'd be sober as a, as a saint, so that's good. From I Like Pickle Scott again, more weddings. What is the best wedding you have been to, and what is the worst wedding you have been to? He says he would like names. Best wedding was this summer. Uh, my friend Connor got married. Um, childhood friend, college friend. I was in the wedding. I was the best man. A lot of pressure when you give a best man speech, by yeah, the way. Yeah, those kind of suck, man. I didn't mind it as much because, obviously, I'm pretty good at public speaking, whatever. I had some good stuff. but yeah, Well, you're not good at it. You're just not fearful of it. Yeah. Wait. <laughs> <laughs> I heard the second part, not the first part, until I sat there for a second. The worst part was I had so many good stories that I was told I couldn't tell. And honestly can't because a lot of my stories that I had were, yeah. I don't want to say them in front of his family. So hey, It's funny that Barb's here because you and her hooked up a couple years ago. <laughs> so that was the best. The worst, uh, I have like two and they're both family weddings. One was in like Kansas, the Kansas City area. And it was so fancy that children were not allowed to attend the wedding. That's just wrong. Um, my Who's parents going to go to the bar and get you a drink? No, we were allowed to go to the reception. We couldn't go to the actual wedding. Oh, that's kind of weird. Yeah. Where, where was it? It should be the other I, way I was around. I too young to remember. I was like eight or nine. So I don't, I mean, I don't really remember that well. So I respect you, that, though. Were you upset that I you couldn't go to the wedding? Well, no, it wasn't that, like, I was mad we didn't get to go. It was more just, like, the thought of it, you know? It's like, oh, you're not allowed to go. You'll break something in a church. Look, Piss I got off. I got to be honest. It, Riley, if, if you don't want me at your wedding... That's cool, dude. I'm showing up at the reception. That's fair. But you're Catholic, man, and I'm not in good enough shape right now to do a Catholic wedding. You don't you, have to kneel. You you guys realize you don't kneel if you're not Catholic, right? You got, you got to stand up, sit down. Oh God! Turn around, fight, fight, fight. <laughs> and then well, Catholic weddings are so long and strenuous. You guys have to take a snack break. <laughs> You got to get some refreshments and a little bread in you, and you come back, and all the Protestants are like, hey, man, 
this, this is not cool. We get left out. Yeah, you're not allowed to join. The other one was uh, my cousin Nicole got married. They walked out to it was like 20, 25 minute wedding. Walked out to Are You Gonna Kiss Me or Not by Thompson Square, and I think they were divorced within the year. The answer was not. <laughs> I I love everyone that I've attended your wedding. Love all of you so much. Weddings suck. We're so different. I just don't enjoy weddings. I don't just, God, go to the courthouse for God's sakes. We'll send you a gift. I will send you a gift if you don't invite me to the wedding. If you send me a card that said we were going to invite you, but you don't want to come, can you send us a gift? You're clearly getting at least a $25 Walmart gift card. Awesome. I just saved two RSVPs for my. <laughs> and we only give cash now. And people think it's tacky, but wait until you're married and you go on that honeymoon and you come home and you got a bunch of crystal and plates and crap that are going to end up in a box or best yet re gifted to someone else at their wedding. And you got a crisp $100 bill in your pocket. You're going to feel good about what the Fitzgeralds gave you. I feel like if you got money, everyone would feel good. I don't think anybody's going to complain about money. It's supposed to be. It's seen as tacky. Well, I'm tacky. Wedding gifts are so weird. Look, I get I get the whole thing. This is what we want, 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 want. But I'm, I'm now just like filling your cabinets. Well, this is like the first year that I had been like invited to weddings as just me, not like as a member of my, you know, Brian, Julie Gates and family. So I had to purchase wedding gifts for people this year. And it was like I went into Bed Bath & Beyond and bought measuring cups because that was on their registry. Yeah. And I'm like, I bought measuring cups because adults wanted them. We made sure for our good friends Brad and Shannon that we bought the, like, big old blender thing for margaritas and stuff. Nice. And we bought them some nice glasses, I think. Sounds like. You're trying to go over and hang out with them. We, we do hang out with them. We just went to Vegas with them, and they didn't bring the damn blender. TSA. <laughs> Zach got a bad wedding? I don't think I have any bad ones. They're just all kind of like, it's a wedding. Like They're all the same. I know. They're all the same. They're not all the same. It's okay. an hour. There, there's, there's the regular ones that are, are okay, tolerable, and then there's the Catholic ones that are like not okay, not tolerable. Okay, we're gonna sing some more. If okay, you guys had to go to church more. on a weekly basis, I've only I've only been to one Catholic wedding, and that wasn't even a full like they abbreviated on purpose, and it was still forty five minutes. Yeah, the Jesuits. You guys are lucky you don't go to church. We go to church. See, I'm gonna get really deep and insult people right now. <laughs> I don't need some guy in a pointy hat to have a conversation with God. I sit down at the edge of my bed and talk to him every night. It works out great. It's fair. But I do make dude wear a pointy hat. Just <laughs> but Dunce. the best reception, Jeez. I guess, I went to a reception that was at the Cosmosphere in Hutch. So weird. Space. <laughs> like there was a spaceship. Did over they have my like table. a dance floor or anything? Like it was like it was like an early like early afternoon wedding. So it was like mid afternoon. The reception. It was like I don't know. We stayed for a couple hours and did, then. Left. Did you get drunk and moonwalk? No. That'd been funny. <laughs> <laughs> Good. From I like pickle scat. Last wedding oh, question. Oh, more. What is the best location for a wedding you have been to? Somewhere I'm not going. 
Seneca, Kansas. Seneca, Kansas is. If you haven't been to a wedding in Seneca, Kansas, you need to befriend someone or just ask if you can go to a random person's wedding. Like, just look for the announcement. It says, wedding in Seneca, Kansas at the VFW. Is it, what is not VFW? It's, a, it's the Knights of Columbus. Knights of Columbus. I'll break, I'll break it down real quick. Hmm. My friend's wedding was at 1.15 in the afternoon. We got on the party bus at about 2 or so, you know, after the wedding. So we started drinking on the party bus. They, everybody else goes down to the Knights of Columbus. That's when the open bar started. From 2 p.m. to about 7 p.m., roughly, open bar. Anything you wanted to drink, you name it, it was free. Obviously, we drank on the party bus. We drank at the wedding reception with all the free booze. 7, 7.30, something like that. I lost track of time. I wasn't looking. Uh, there is no time in Seneca Canyon. Exactly. They shut it down. Everybody's done eating. They kick you out of the Knights of Columbus. They transform the... Eating area into the day, or they just move the tables. I don't transform anything. It's not like they flip it. They make it into a dance floor. You come back for the dance, and there's no more open bar, but you are allowed to bring in as much liquor as you would like. And if you're a good person from Seneca, you bring in the handle of Ancient Age bourbon, which is a very good, cheap bourbon. So you purchase pop. You know, it's a dollar for a cup of pop, and you make your own drinks. And that, my friends, is how you wake up with the worst hangover of your life. And that takes three days, including every day at Big 12 Media Day, to get over. Been there, done that. I woke up on Tuesday of Media Day this year and was like, wow, I am still hungover. It was not a good day. It was That was a fun wedding. I will give them that because uh, we weren't in – I wasn't in the wedding party, but I was there because of everyone else in the wedding party and, and the bride – and groom, I knew the bride, but uh, they were they're awesome. And so they put me on the party bus at <laughs> one point, and we're out trolling country roads, just drinking. It go to you know what? You don't even need a wedding; just go to drinking Seneca. You, they, I mean, if a bunch of Irish people and sailors went to Seneca, they would all agree. Everyone in Seneca drinks way too much. I don't mean that as an insult. I mean that as damn. Congratulations! Wow, it's incredible. From Schult M43, he told me his name is Schult. It's not one word, not just Schultum. Schultum. I, like I mean, that, I though. figured it was not Schultum. <laughs> Schultz not a word, it's not even a name. <laughs> I want to Schultum. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you should have seen the flex that went with it. It was awesome. Most trash cans you've had in a single visit to the queue in my hometown of Hayes, America. Well, first off, I'm jealous that he's from Hayes. One, I want to say I haven't spent enough time in Hayes. I need. I like Hayes. I want to go to Hayes. I need to hang out in Hayes. Uh, it's the home of Marcus Watts, and i got to go see that statue. In case anybody doesn't know. Yeah. Wait, what? <laughs> Isn't there a Marcus Watts statue? Mm, they tore it down. Riots, you know. Or did they move it to the dinosaur museum? After they realized he wasn't uh, strong enough to maintain a hip. <laughs> yeah. They, it, yeah, that's, they built a statue, but then its hip popped out and fell over. In case anybody doesn't know what a trash can is, it's gin, vodka, triple sec, rum, schnapps, blue caraco, and a can of Red Bull. All in a cup. I'm so drunk, I can barely see. But it helps me get the another game. Or, as they like to do at the queue, a 32-ounce mug. And they will sell you two of them. They are $10 each. On my friend's 21st birthday, I had two at the queue. Then later in the night, after continued drinking later on, I had two more at Chuck's. So I've had four in a day, but only two at the queue because they will only sell you two because you'd probably die if you had a third. How do they keep track? 
They know in you. Your eyes. I mean, it's not like <laughs> what? <laughs> looking in your eyes. I'll be back. Right. Okay. It's not like if you you know when you go out in, in Aggieville, you know, and there's three bartenders. Fif- there's 15 people trying to get a drink at the same. You know, they they know they can remember, and not everybody exactly buys them. You know, if you're buying trash cans, you're kind of you know that you're you're in for that kind of a day. So they know who's bought trash cans. There's a dog in the studio now, and now he's gone. And he's gone. That just picked up on the mic, I think. It's a good shake, man. Ow, wow. From Danny Fab One, what are the top three artists on your current playlist? Luke Mm. Combs is number one. You're you're a Luke Combs fan. He won. Are you going to be a groupie? uh, No. No. Last night he won uh, Song of the Year and Male Vocalist of the Year at the CMAs. Are they the ones that do the uh, Entertainer of the Year? Like I the, don't know. Like I the, didn't. I mean, I just saw it on his Instagram. Okay. So he's number one. Also, I'm enjoying a lot of John Party and uh, Post Malone. Still listen to his. Can you still call it a new album? I mean, it came out like a month and a half ago. Yeah, that's a new album. Okay. So I'm still listening to Hollywood's Bleeding. Those are easily my top three. I don't really listen to anything. I I don't listen to a lot of music in the first place. I listen to a lot of like ESPN, Fox Radio, and then. If uh, if my guys are off, Colin Coward, Will Kane, uh, then it's on to music, and it's one of those three guys. Well, you you got, really you've got eclectic tastes. You have the you have them. Well, not eclectic, like different tastes than the, I don't, the rest of us. I don't really listen to artists. I listen to songs. Like right. if I like a song, I'll listen to that and put it on a playlist where I'll, just all of my collection. Do you make I a mixtape? Yeah, I mean, it's literally like a mixtape of I, just. I'm old just enough where I made mixtapes. That is so sad. So I don't really have anybody. I would send you a mixtape, Riley. Sorry, I'm watching your dog. Is he peeing on anything? No, he's sniffing yeah, everything. It's a dog job. Hey, uh, I have really eclectic taste. I mean, I listened to Buble. I saw the Pink and Chris Stapleton duet from CMAs last night. Are you still was... as big on Pink as you were? Uh, yeah, she didn't tour as much, but and no, actually, I haven't enjoyed her music as much. Her, her latest album was kind of all over the place, but I mean, it had a country song on it. It was Chris Stapleton, so it was a lot. Um, he's about to unplug everything. Um, hey, hey, no. hey, come here. No, 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 this way, this way, this way, this way. The one place you can't go, buddy. There you go. Um, Let's see, who else? Uh, well, right now, my main ones I keep listening to are John Party, uh, Midland, and I've been listening to, uh, it's kind of funny, this is a different answer in the few days between recordings of this, the Turnpike Troubadours. Oh, nice. Quite a bit. I'm a red dirt country guy, um, but I, I kind of bounce around a lot. I'm in, I'm in country quite a bit right now because I watch the uh, country music documenting her on PBS that was absolutely incredible. We're coming up on December though, and that's usually about the time I stop listening to a lot of country music, so you listen to Christmas music? No. I mean I do. I like Christmas music after Thanksgiving. What do you think of Oh Christmas Tree? No. Is there a story there? Yeah, every day Fitz walks in the office and oh, sings Christmas Oh Christmas Tree. Tree. He does uh, it in June and it pisses me off. And, but I'll sing anything to it. Oh, dude, the dog. Oh, dude, the. And he doesn't know the he doesn't know the words to 
to the song. He just sings, oh, Christmas tree, oh, Christmas tree, oh, how I love you, Christmas tree. And then he stops. And then about 30 seconds later, he'll do it again. <laughs> he doesn't know the words. He knows half of the chorus. He doesn't even know the full chorus. You're welcome. <laughs> From Exhausted Nihilist, what was the best road trip experience you've had traveling to cover a game, and what was the worst? Can we say the worst is, I mean, after being delayed 12 hours. Yeah, you guys just weekend. had a hell of a ride coming back from Austin. That was bad, but I thought I mentioned something when we did this the first time. That was... Well, I mentioned the fact that we got 30 minutes down the road to TCU last year, hit a nail on the road oh, off yeah. the tire, and then we were there for an hour and a half waiting for AAA because Zach didn't listen to me on how to change a tire. Yep. Oh, sorry, I had to flex on that one again. Torque on the ground. My bad. Yep. We broke Fitz's jack. He still hasn't gotten a new one. Yeah. It's somewhere at Robin's Motor Company. We're going to need jack. something before we go to Lubbock. Otherwise, we are screwed. I, I better check on that for you guys. Um, I think my best one probably was one of the Vegas trips. Um, yeah. We had one early on in the company where <clears throat> I can't remember. It had been maybe when Hugs was coach. And we ended up with everyone from athletics, like the young group of people from athletics. And we were at a, a second rate Vegas club called Tangerine. It was at TI. It's long gone. And they gave us like half price bottle service, which was already cheap bottle service by Vegas standards. And we, it was a great night. It was fun. It was, it was a good trip. Those trips are work with a lot of fun mixed in. Um, Another good one, I, I totally forgot this, was uh, the mandate that uh, Brett Regan and I went on. You guys are going to – you did one last year, right? With the yeah, but our, it in, involved going to Top Golf twice. That's not bad. You got to do some – It's fine. You got to do some stuff for you. We waited at Franklin. We just didn't – I was mad we didn't go drink ever. Yeah, we did Zach the – was uh, sick or something like that, I thought. We went down, and this is what made it special was on the way down – uh, his family had extra tickets to Bob Seger in concert at Interest in Wichita. So we hit that, and then we drove in to cover the TCU-K State game, which was at the high school gym while their place was being renovated. Yeesh. We went and crashed with my buddy Darren, who lives not far from there, and in the off day we recorded a podcast and ate at a really classy place called Bone Daddy. What was the burger place we went to in Austin that Fitz built up a lot because he drank there? Oh, El Camino. Or yeah. Casino El yeah. Camino. Yeah. yeah. Fine burger. Better place probably to drink than to eat lunch at 1130 yeah. in the morning. It's good burger. Um, and then we drove down to Baylor, covered that game. So we kind of covered our religious bases with TCU and Baylor. <laughs> and then uh, we drove back. But it was that was a good trip. But anyhow, anytime go to Vegas is fun. It's, I mean, this was a fun trip to go cover the UNLV game, the game we didn't really need to cover, but I needed to go to Vegas. <sighs> My best was the Cactus Bowl a couple years ago because they had an open bar. Oh, God, that wasn't good for you. It was great for me. I actually wasn't even that hungover the next day because I probably only had two drinks. You That's did. how strong he was pouring. Yeah, I don't, you didn't finish the second drink. <laughs> the first drink was a quadruple makers, not makers, was it makers? It was makers. Because he didn't have crown, despite saying he had all. And you've got to tell him when. I told him. I told him that's good. I didn't tell him when, and he wanted the word when, so that that sucked. But it was good. I uh, that was that was a good night. Then I bought makers for about two months after that. 
I don't like Maker's. I like it's it. like the better, the a nice bourbon, a good bourbon, decent bourbon that I really don't like. It's got too much burn to it. But, yeah, I hate that bowl. I like going to the yeah. Fiesta Bowl. Everything about it sucked except the free media bar. <laughs> yeah, that's true. My favorite road trip was when we went to TCU in 14 because we went out to the Dueling Piano Bar. And Fitz was standing at the bar, and he just kind of looked over at me, and he had like two double vodka sprites in his hand, and he just kept handing me vodka sprites. And then me and Tyler Dryling was still working with us, so we were going back to our hotel, and there was a homeless guy that came up and was like, hey, can I spit you know, a couple bars for you because I'm trying to make some money so I can go stay somewhere tonight? And you know, we're just kind of like... He was probably like, let's just get to the hotel. And I was like, sure, why don't, Why not, you know? So he rapped for us a little bit, and then I gave him $2, I think, and said that was all the money in my wallet, which was a lie. But he didn't see and didn't need to know. And he said, you know, God bless you, and then we moved on. And, and then, then woke he... up with a hangover, and thank goodness it was a 6 p.m. kick. And then he went and bought a 32-ounce beer with that $2 you gave him at a gas station. Probably. Nah, it was after... It was after they closed. You know, I have the, a feeling there's some sketchy gas stations that would still sell it. The party that we had at the bar in Houston before the Texas Bowl was pretty fun. Yeah, except I didn't get to go. Well, yeah. I wasn't there either. Uh, I was there. <laughs> Mitch May was there. Uh, yeah, and then Mitch May was almost not at the bowl game. <laughs> Mitch enjoyed the party. Not a good thing. I was 20. They wouldn't even let me in to... Even like I was underage to sit there and hang out. So I had to sit at the hotel. Fritch and I ate dinner in the hotel lobby. And then I watched some boring-ass football game on TV that night. Uh, I may or may not have had somebody that was 21 to get things for me. What, like uh, chips? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's funny how that trip, you couldn't go to the bar. But Katie set up all of the bar stuff the trip before in Memphis and she was underage and we got literally we told him I was like Fitz was like you're not even gonna try to like I was not gonna try to drink at this party I just wanted to go I just wanted to hang out you could put big old black X's on my hand for all I care they wouldn't let us probably shouldn't drop a name because we might be going back there we might need a place yeah to set I'm up. trying to come back up with the, the name of the bar and the name of my contact I don't know if she still works there she, they were awesome they were, they were really good people to work with Except for that. Everyone's over 21 now. I'll be Mitch now. Let's not do that. <laughs> hey, at least you don't have to film. Yeah. 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 You suffer in the press box. <laughs> All the chicken strips I can eat. Oh, yeah. From Chris66204, this is the last question of the podcast. The GPC crew decides to pull a bank heist. Who is the planner, the driver, the guy who cuts the silent alarm, and the guy who goes too far during the robbery and beats up a teller for no good reason? Now, we have the perfect answer on the message board. Someone responded. It's the perfect answer, but let's fill in the blanks ourselves before we get to that. Zach probably has to drive. Zach's a good driver. It's very responsible. He's he going to have to go faster. Signals. And I, we're not all fitting into an Altima, so he's going to have to drive a bigger vehicle. <laughs> Plus, all the money we steal is going to fit in the Altima. I'm going to plan it because for a couple good reasons. First of all, I'll make Riley do all the planning. <laughs> we're so screwed. 
And then uh, I won't actually participate. This is kind of how I, and then I'll do a podcast about it. <laughs> That's pretty much how things run around here. It's the PowerCat Bank Heist Podcast. <laughs> Brought to you by Commerce Bank. Oh, God. I think we determined that the alarm guy would have to be Wally because he is obviously very technologically smart, um, smarter than all of us, really. And then uh, the guy that beats the bank teller ah, could be any of us, really. Could be. Not me. That's fair. It could be me. If I have to go in and, like, uh, I get tired and I get cranky because I'm hormonal, um, I could snap on him. Marcus called me the other day yeah, and told have, me I'm a real bitch. You don't have the testosterone to beat him up. Well, I, I might hit him, but it wouldn't hurt him. It just hurt me, and then I, yeah, cry. D Scott. Oh yeah, D would snap on him. Yeah, D, but this is the answer from K Ned, who took so a perfect. guess here. He says that D Scott would uh, be the planner. That's so true because he's the researcher type. He says that Fitz would drive, probably out of necessity, because they don't want him doing the other jobs. No, I would suck. I couldn't, let's be honest, I couldn't run away. He said Zach would be the uh, guy that cuts the alarm, just because, you know, the same reason we said for Wally, tech. Which, I guess because you're a video guy, that makes you very technologically I'm, He smart. knows wires. He was in AV club in high school. Or <laughs> well, let's be honest. <laughs> With Dude in the studio just a little bit ago, we had to untangle him from the wires and who did it. Zach. Well, I was close. <laughs> also, it was dude me almost, that was going to get tangled. Dude almost pulled the soundboard onto the floor. Here he is again. Uh, he's a weird uh, He says that I would beat the bank teller because on the way, you guys told me I couldn't be the driver because I don't know where I'm going, and then I took out my rage on the bank teller. All true. Sadly, I could see it happening. He says Michael Goins is going to post the bail, yep. and Ross Uglum is going to analyze the security film and show us where we made our mistakes. Best answer ever. Best answer ever. And But Ryan Wallace has to be involved, and he will probably be the guy that uh, dupes the security film. So it looks like there's no one in the bank when we're robbing it. Ryan Wallace <laughs> is going to backstab us and tweet out the sound the alarm tweet. <laughs> <laughs> sound the alarm. The Go Powercats staff is robbing a bank. Judas <laughs> oh, yeah. Iscariot. I'd love to see Ross's breakdown. Should have gotten away there. <laughs> you know? Oh, didn't want to trip that alarm. Fitz, eating snacks behind the wheel. Well done. Good job. Oh, no. Okay, that's it for the Powercat Overtime Podcast. If Double I erase this podcast. one, uh, again, we're not doing it. You'll never hear this week's overtime. It's been brought to you by The Fridge and Dude the Dog who has been wreaking havoc in here, but boy, is he sweet. He's licking my hand now. That's dude is, not me. That's weird. You've been listening to the PowerCat Overtime Podcast, presented by Fridge Wholesale Liquor. PowerCat Podcast, all rights reserved, gopowercat.com and Spirit Street Publishing.